how we usually start off with a uh, a witty little video or yeah. something fun. I didn't find anything. Do you today? Did uh, did you find anything today? Um, not. <laughs> didn't think so. <laughs> Time to phone it in with Chuck and Dutch, episode eighty-two of the world's greatest podcast. The world's today it's just going to be the world's okayest. It's going to be thoroughly okay. The world's most mediocre podcast. We have some more sad news. Last week we found out that Elena had passed away, and uh, I just found out that on his way to her services, Aaron was attacked by a giant eagle and murdered in front of his entire family. Well, I mean, that's the most American way to go out. That is a pretty goddamn American way to go out. He was wearing an American flag T-shirt. Yeah, and he didn't didn't know what to do. I'm supposed to grab these things, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a hero, frankly. Well, he's always been a hero. He he lived a hero. He died a hero. In between, it was not so much hero stuff. No, no. A lot of, of, uh, you know, vaping. Vaping. um, Quitting smoking, then going back to smoking, quitting smoking, going back to smoking. In his defense, that's an extremely difficult habit to quit. Absolutely. Um, then there was all the all the vinaigrettes, very non-heroic stuff. There were a lot of vinaigrettes. A lot of vinaigrettes and lot of, olive oils. Lot, yeah, a lot of a lot of designer olive oils. I bet they do weird, <laughs> weird. I bet they did. Rest in peace. They're yeah. weird sex stuff with all these different seasonings for their food. Like she would roll in cloves. He would roll in cloves. Oh, well, yeah. Let's be honest. He but, was the one. But doing, she was rolling. He, she was rolling him. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that that's canonical that they're both dead, I can't wait to have their ghosts here. That's going to be great. Yeah. That is canon now. So. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, I wonder if it ripped his head off and ate his brain. No, I think it just ripped his face off and he bled out. Mm. I mean, that's a pretty heroic way to go. Yeah. The most painful way possible. I was. I would imagine that hooked beak going in, yeah. grabbing each one of his eyes. It's all willy nilly, tearing yeah. your face asunder. Yeah, the giant wings <laughs> buffeting this out of his head. Yeah, yeah. clobbering him. Cla- Just give, really clobbering. Give him a clout. Give him. A, <laughs> give him a nice clout. <laughs> uh, what a day. What a day. Yeah, we're we're very ill prepared for this. Uh, so uh, you get what you get. <laughs> I'm all out of angst. I don't know what to tell you. I don't have anything else. To say. I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm tired. I haven't slept well lately. My feet hurt. Let's, let's, this is the old man podcast. We complain. Sudden, we've suddenly become the old man podcast. Talk about our lum- Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about our lumbago. <laughs> <laughs> My blood pressure is so high. <laughs> I'm glad we turned you into Jewish. Heuschel. <laughs> yes, Moisha. Heuschel and Moisha. <laughs> and every now and then Shlomo will stop by. Yeah, Shlomo. Mm. Let's, discuss, right. let's discuss that. Um, Julianus or? Uh, if, uh, a real mensch. <laughs> one uh, William Goldberg. Billiam. Billiam Goldberg. Um, just absolutely... Turning Brock Lesnar into a jobber, he turned him out. <laughs> he looked. It looked like Goldberg against Glacier, circa yeah. 1997. 
Let's talk about Glacier for a second. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? Those sons of bitches ran those promos for <laughs> months and months before they debuted out, this could not have been, It could not have been a larger thud. Couldn't have been worse. Yeah. I mean, it, the sound of the nobody caring <laughs> was uh, palpable. Oh, I mean, <laughs> they even... This, this is the first guy that I think they actually did like a light thing for in the arena, and then they had snow coming down for him, and he came in the middle of the ring and did a kata. Yeah, like yeah, like he's in that, the middle of his taekwondo. And, class. and you have to be honest; even that was kind of neat. It was, yeah. I was like, okay. And then he did his match, and it was so workman like. Yeah, I mean, it was just, all very mechanical. Yeah, and he was like doing his kicks and stuff, and you know they're trying the, the announcers are trying to sell it. All oh, those kicks are deadly. He's <laughs> it's he, devastating. He's a machine. This guy, the educated. Feet of Glacier. Uh-oh. Him and Ernest the Cat Miller are now... <laughs> Somebody call my mama! Now, see, that was a pleasant surprise. Yes. Ernest the Cat Miller was pretty great. Yeah, he turned he, out to be pretty great. When he stepped away from being the martial arts guy, and he just turned into, I don't know, a black exploitation character from the yes. 70s. That's what really... But he still did the martial arts, but he was also just hilarious. Yeah, awesome. and he would get his ass kicked weekly by Scott Norton. Scott... Well, Flash Norton. Scott Flash Norton would, uh, he, he was uh, going around kicking asses at the time. And uh, he didn't really hold any, many titles. Maybe, maybe. He, he was like just one US of those guys who's just a bear keg, you know, just beastly strong. They should and, have never gave us a show by ourselves. No, they shouldn't have. Oh, my God. Who, oh, I'm there. I'm the one. That, I'm <laughs> Wrestling the one that, podcast. <laughs> I could do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the last battle of Atlanta. <laughs> okay, it's, it's a it's a legendary match that uh, I'd only heard about recently. Oh, this is real. Yeah, <laughs> the last battle. I thought you were talking about the battle of the Civil War. I was no, like, this was what a, the fuck? This was a wrestling match that was on TBS in 1983. Okay, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was in this match? Who was in this match? You say? Yes, sir. Wildfire, Tommy Rich. Okay. Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Okay. Inside of a steel cage. Yeah. And they took other pieces of steel cage and put a roof on it so neither man could escape. And Precious Paul Ellering is suspended in a shark cage above the above. Why the is Precious Paul Ellering in a shark cage above it? Because if Wildfire Tommy Rich wins, then <laughs> hear me out. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting. This is <laughs> if Wildfire Tommy Rich wins, then Ole Anderson gets ten minutes in the cage alone with Precious Paul Ellery, <laughs> and everybody bleeds. Okay, everybody bleeds. It looked like it was a legit fight. Is that right? <laughs> yes, they were like really punching each other. And- it, 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 from the it, this was back in the day when there was one camera filming the action. Yeah, and uh, this one's so old that there was no uh, commentary, so you could just hear the necks in the crowd screaming. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> and it was amazing. That's the it's the inspiration for the Hell in the Cell matches. Okay. Um I I was told what was the there was a there was a wrestling story that was told to me today about Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne. And uh see they sort of did the same thing in a cage match. He he was like an old man and he followed the he followed the the natural thing for when you own your own wrestling organization is that you're the champ of course that way you'd control the title you're the champ and then whenever he got old his son became right but it's just you know 
you're you're not going to buy it. You know, if you have Vern Gagne coming to the ring, and he was a good wrestler, don't get me wrong, but you know, I'm not buying him beating like Lex Luger. Or, you know, <laughs> I don't know if Lex Luger was ever there, but I'm not buying him beating him either. There's a lot of guys that started in the AWA. So Road Warrior, everybody, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, not everybody, but lots of people because it was a north. West mid north mid Midwest Minnesota type yeah. place, mm-hmm. and that's where they all came from. Every single one of those sons of bitches came yeah. from Minnesota. Some good bloodlines there. Yeah, big um, Viking fuckers. I wonder how many people have just turned this off now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't care. Fuck, it's our show. Let's talk about Jimmy Superfly for <laughs> one hour straight. Never really was a big fan. <laughs> Never thought it was that great. Was, what is his deal? I never thought he was super or fly. No, I didn't either. <laughs> Wasn't he, he? Was he a black fellow or was he? I think he was Samoan of Samoan descent. I thought he was too. Yeah, he was. I think they always called him the Pacific Islander, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Okay, and he always wore like shells, yeah, shells, and always barefoot. There's Pacific Islanders, man. They're they're a different breed. They're yeah, they're big and strong, fast, and that's the old. Uh, the old trope in wrestling is uh, whenever you headbutt a Samoan, it hurts you. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. They always, in the old old ones, like a, a Dutch Mantel would uh, <laughs> would headbutt Afa yeah. from the wild Samoans, and then he'd <laughs> fall over. <laughs> oh, what a mistake. They, then he eat the pen, and then they all go home. <laughs> well, I mean... I saw the, you know, I was telling you about that documentary, Pacific Warriors, and how they play rugby, and they're just absolutely terrifying. They're they're big and strong and fast, and all these teams, these established teams throughout the world who are known for their toughness were just like, I don't want to play those fucking guys. You no, know? fuck no. Like Wales, who was known for their... You know, they're just being tough. You know, they're Celts, they're big, they're, you know, they're they're a group, and... They're a group. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying they're they're a tough ethnic group, and you know a tough team. They you know they draft not just their own people from Wales, but you know they do, do draw a lot of people from there. And they talked about those guys are just on a different level. I mean, they're you've got a guy who's almost 300 pounds who can run a 40 and you know four four nine. You know it's, it's ridiculous. So they're all big and strong. That's a uh, that's sort of. Uh, Casting a, a big blanket, but a lot of times they're uh, they're bigger and stronger. And I wonder just, why that is. Is it nutrition? I don't know. Is it the fact that I think it's because they're isolated and it's nutrition and they're all inbred? Is that what you're saying? Isolated is isolated. Uh, not, not, it's not inbred because once how you, dare you, once sir? You, <laughs> once you have a, enough bloodlines, you know it's not impossible to be inbred, but it is. You know, you know, it just, just brings out. Desirable genetic traits. So, you know, you can have, I don't know how many breeding pairs it takes to create a species. That's okay. Let's go on. Let's go on the Bible for a second. Let's okay. riff. Let's riff on the Bible. Shall we? The fact that, okay, that's something we can talk about. The fact that Donald Trump, dear leader, dear leader, the Fuhrer, he's terrific. <laughs> tremendous. He's tremendous. Fantastic. He's a. Hey, I, I, I'm given the. I'm given the okay sign. He's a okay. <laughs> uh, but the fact that he is uh, without any kind of irony, apparently, or understanding, is actually going to appoint a creationist to be our to educate our children. You know, 
this has turned into a bad joke. I mean, and she's uh, this lady that he's appointing. What's her name? DeMoss DeVos. I've heard of this. Now, to give me the lowdown on that, it's uh, let me let me do a quick goog. The old goog. Trump Secretary of Education. Let me see here. Falwell says he turns it down, but this is he. Uh, I think he's giving it to Betsy DeVos. <laughs> Here's the meme about her that we don't really know is true or not. Okay, she's a billionaire, no education degree, no teaching experience, no experience working in a school environment, never attended public school or a state university. Never put her own children in public school, does not believe or in or support public education, <laughs> believes that public school teachers are overpaid, supports for-profit education, invested $200 million in Christian schools and organizations, doggedly advocates funneling money out of public education and into for-profit Christian-based education. That's what they say about her. Well, She's one of those ones that wants to uh, give uh, vouchers to people. Uh, what does that even mean? I've it not, takes I, what you pay in uh, property taxes or whatever that would go towards public education, and then you could use it for uh, sending your kid to private school. So basically, if you make more money, you are able to use a voucher to send your child to a better school. Is that what it is? I guess. Since they base uh, that stuff off personal property taxes, then you're going to have stuff that's worth more. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 bad. This is just some. It's somewhat of a nightmare, you know. That we, I don't know how much it's really going to affect us, but I mean, he's turning he's he's turning out to be as bad as we thought he was going to be, you know. And I'm not talking about again in a catastrophic way. I'm talking about in a just a basically being a stupid rich cunt kind of way. And the people who vote him for him in the state who expect him to be their voice. He's only he's the only voice for one person, and that's him. <laughs> Do you believe that? I think he only cares about him. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I mean, and maybe his kids. Maybe. Okay. I'm not, well, I'm not yeah, even a, yeah. That's that's not even a given. I, I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, because narcissistic people, like true narcissists, and we know something a little bit of something about this. I mean, who are who? <laughs> I mean, Aaron and Elena. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, but Jesus Christ. I mean, (laughs) never seen two people more in that. That was Elena's eagle. I mean, so. That eagle, it's like Aaron killed her or something. (laughs) And the eagle is exacting revenge. Well, I I think that, yeah, I think that might have something to do with it. I mean, well, we'll see whenever the autopsy comes back. (laughs) They question the eagle. <laughs> All right, Johnny White Feathers. <laughs> Feathers Malone. <laughs> Eagles, by the way, are. Don't at- take that tone with me, <laughs> sir. By the way, Eagles are um, assholes and not absolutely and and not fucking not honorable creatures at all even though they're really noble looking they're actually really they're really jerk offs they're they're actually better scavengers they are hunters and they just steal other bird shit yeah like the golden eagle which is smaller the bald eagle just take their kills from them because they can it's like hey fuck you it's the perfect uh perfect animal for america It's us in animal form, pretty much. <laughs> and I think uh, uh, Trump might be uh, appointing uh, Giuliani as the uh, Secretary of State, or which which one's the the one that does the cops, like the uh, 
That's home. That's uh, secretary attorney general. That's attorney general. Yeah. yeah, that's not cool. And he supports stop and frisk. And he's in, well, he he's invented in, stop he's, and frisk. Yeah, he's an uh, of course. Yeah, he's an open racist. Anti uh, marijuana. Yeah, they're going to start going after states that have legal marijuana. Or are they really? Well, I mean, Obama did too. Whenever when, uh, the uh, if a state legalized, then the federal level would come in and bust the people. Yeah, said, they, this is legal. On they did this level, a legal. lot with dispensaries for medical. Let's talk about. Okay, we've talked about um, Obama and how much I've liked him, but the more I read, and especially lately, he's a cunt too. Well, I mean, it's the president. You can't. No matter, even if Bernie got in there, bad shit's going to happen. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that. Um, Again, back to the passing the Dakota Access Pipeline and the fact that now they have they have clearly violated the law. They're violating the law with what they're doing. They are. They are not supposed to do a certain uh, do a certain thing. The Army Corps of Engineers told them not to do that. Guy basically said, "Ah, go fuck yourselves," and did it anyway. <laughs> so, and they're we're not, making money. What are you talking about? And the fact that uh, you know we're <laughs> the fact that Obama is basically passing the buck to the guy who clearly will not side with them. Donald Trump will not side with the Native Americans. He will not. I mean, that's he's not going to do that. And absolutely I, not. And I think that's so humorous in some ways because a lot of people I know around here. Or proud of their Native American blood and and support the protesters of the Dakota Access Pipeline. However, they are Trump supporters. So, what are you going to do? Who are you going to support? You know, which side we're going to see? I mean, boys. I, it's going to be you know. Well, I, I found a meme. It's like a, a four panel cartoon. Yeah, and it's got a guy telling uh, Trump, uh, Mister President Elect Trump, the NSA is ready for your directives on who to spy on and how much. And then they go to another room. Here are the drone boys. We'll have uh, we'll have the kill list over to you soon, which you can add to at will. And then there's another a general. Sir, Gitmo is open and ready for you to detain anyone who you want forever. And then it's Trump sitting at the desk. Thanks, Obama, because Obama did. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that, but did you know that a lot of the powers granted uh, the president were they were granted during. Uh, Wilson's administration. Mm-hmm. So it goes back a long way. Yeah, it does. But and he did sign in that fucking NDAA indefinite detention thing. He did, and that's you. That's one of the fundamental laws of uh, the, the precepts and guide and guideposts of the United States. We do not suspend habeas corpus. Habeas corpus is a right of everybody, and it's not true anymore. They have completely just fucked that and said, "No, nah, we're not going to honor that anymore." Chelsea, uh, formerly Bradley Manning, the she. Uh, Leaked this stuff to WikiLeaks. She's been in solitary confinement for like six years, which is torture, and has never had charges brought up. I don't think. Excuse me. Yeah. Is that the one that? Uh, now hold on a second. Now who? Now what happened with this? This was from a few years ago. Is this? Well, who's the one that Cheney outed in a in political revenge for something? I think that was somebody. Uh, Somebody in the CIA or something like that. Yeah, he leaked he leaked her cover, and wasn't she killed? I think so. And you know, I, I just don't like any of them. I, I don't I don't like the United States government. I'll just you know go on record and say that I don't like it. You know, I think it's okay. He did get or she, I guess now she uh, her charge was violating the Espionage Act, stealing government property, violating the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, and multiple counts of disobeying orders. 
Sentenced to 35 years in prison, reduction to rank, and she's a private and forfeiture of all pay, and a dishonorable just discharge. So... And then there's probably somebody just saying, wow, look what the United States is doing. We can't have this. Is that basically the... Yeah, Chelsea Elizabeth Manning, born Bradley Edward Manning, is a United States Army soldier who was convicted by court-martial in July 2013 of violations of the Espionage Act and other offenses. After disclosing to WikiLeaks nearly three-quarters of a million classified or unclassified but sensitive military and diplomatic documents, Manning was sentenced on August, in August 2013 to 35 years imprisonment with the possibility of parole in the eighth year. So soon she she could be getting paroled, but I doubt it. Yeah, I highly doubt that and one. And to be dishonorably discharged from the Army. Manning is a trans woman who, in a statement to the day after sentencing, said she had uh, felt female since childhood and wanted to be known as Chelsea. It's there to begin hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, like there was like videos and documents about unlawfully killing people. I mean, there was one of them that we killed an American citizen who just happened to be related to a terrorist, and they were a, a suspected terrorist, and they were visiting their dad in Yemen or something. Oh my god! So we killed an American citizen overseas, and yeah, he's been in. She, I guess, has been in. Uh, what do you call that? I said it before. <laughs> solitary, solitary for quite a long time now. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. It's what they do to uh, whistleblowers. I mean, you got Snowden. He's uh, he's pretty fucked. He can't leave an embassy wherever the fuck he's at. All right. I just don't see why. I'm tired. I'm tired of this whole <laughs> There's thing. So much, so much to care about and to be angry about. It's just like, uh, well, I mean, I, I've come to the point that. I literally, like I said, I'm, I'm all out of angst. I, I, I don't. I'm all out of angst. I'm so lost without <laughs> you. I knew you were I right. think I dig your stuff. <laughs> air supply. Let's talk about them for a minute. Let's talk about air supply forever. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about air supply. I'll pull up air supply right now. They're Australians, weren't they? Weren't they a couple? I believe they're Australian. A couple of blokes from Australia. A couple of paddywhacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> it sounds like it should be a thing, though. I think it should be a thing. It definitely should be a thing. Look at those paddywhacks there. <laughs> this, this. A kiwi? <laughs> what? A kiwi? <laughs> Australian, mate. I was watching the uh, Fly the Concords for I can't remember. Kiwi, Australian for fag. <laughs> Because <laughs> Kiwis are New Zealanders, right? Yeah Yeah Yeah, see <laughs> Air supply <laughs> You gotta see the video though Guys, look up the video for this piece of shit I like the soft light I like the, the feathering in of the singer <laughs> With the guitar going over it Will Ferrell it does really look a lot like him The dude could sing though Yeah I wish I could carry your smile in my heart I tell you what I was listening to today That I really got into Some Fleetwood Mac Fleetwood Mac's pretty great bro I, I, I like Bro Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac is great <laughs> The song See uh, two, two dudes Broing out the Fleetwood Mac <laughs> Bro Bro Fleetwood Mac bro Then we change it To this guy singing And he looks over his shoulder He looks like The poor man's Conway Twitty <laughs> Does he not? He looks like Conway Twitty's 
illegitimate son <laughs> that he fathered on some Australian broad when he was singing over there. Although he's probably never been to Australia because Conway, <laughs> Conway Twitty would tell him to shove that up their fucking ass. You know, Conway Twitty was probably the biggest prick. It's a 36 hour flight back then. <laughs> I'm not going to any fucking Australia. Yeah, this is shit. This is absolute shit. This is great. I love it. <laughs> if I caught on him now. <laughs> what else? That's some. That's a pretty great songs, right? Well, they they had them all out of love, and then they had uh, lost in love. It starts out the same with that blue around the. Is that blue? Yeah. Okay. This guy's he plays a left-handed guitar, but he he didn't string the strings right side up for him. Oh man, this is so bad. <laughs> See, this is the one. The, this guy sings all the uh, verses, and then the other guy sings the hooks. He, yeah, he he brings it. He brings the hooks. Look at the way he sways back and forth. He doesn't even play Look at that butterfly collar. That's something. <laughs> he looks like Larry from Three's Company. He does. <laughs> and Conway Twitty. Jack, Jack, Jack. <laughs> Twins, Regal Beagle, now. Yeah, these guys were real popular in the late 70s, early 80s, and they sent off such a gay vibe. <laughs> Listen to this chorus, though. You know everybody was roller skating listening to this. <laughs> they were roller skating. <laughs> I'd like to see the Road Warriors come in and start smashing them up. <laughs> right? Yes! <laughs> The Road Warriors and Demolition just team up one good time. <laughs> oh my God! Jim Ross <laughs> suddenly he just has his, uh, them run in a table like flared in and throw it down. He gets up, starts announcing it. <laughs> he's sending them straight to hell. Oh my God! This guy smiles too much when he sings. That's one thing I don't enjoy. Don't People that smile when they sing it makes me mad. I, I got into this one today. Let's Did you? Let's, uh, I can't wait to hear this. I, I and I love this song, but I'd never do it with Fleetwood Mac. Because today at work, I had the little speaker, so I thought I'd throw out some Steve Winwood radio, and this made an appearance. Pretty great. The chorus is great. This almost got like a cowbell feel. That is definitely a cowbell. <laughs> wow. A, gi- a giant size fun employment files. That's what you're getting. <laughs> Get on board. It's pretty great. We can do the normal stuff that we normally do. Don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. There's nothing to give a fuck about. Nobody listens to this thing anyway. Yeah, they do. Millions and millions of people. <laughs> billions and billions. Let's fucking do uh, favorite things while we're fucking. Let's do that. While we're fucking around here for a minute. 
One winning ticket and four hundred twenty-one million dollar Powerball lottery. Hmm. Raindrops on roses. Wonder who got it? Whiskers on kittens. Not me. Bright copper. Nor I. Got to play to win. Brown paper packages tied up with string. All right, favorite things. Blah blah. Who cares? <laughs> what do you got? Um, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> This has been very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little known knowledge. I like those. Like uh, like factoids? Not just factoids, like uh, whole lines of history that are just been taken out of everything. Uh, such as? You gotta go. You gotta, you yeah, gotta I've been reading them. one. I, again, I picked up American Holocaust again the other day. I bought it on my, I have it on the Kindle right now. I've been reading it, and it is the most stomach turning, awful shit that you can. I mean, in a way that there the the big go to if you want the other side of any American involved thing is a people's history of the United States by Howard's end. It's a great book. But this guy's David Standard, David E. Standard has written a book and it just and it's first hand accounts. This is not, you know, it's exhaustively researched. It's a big book. And it goes into from first con So you lost me at book and then you had to say big book and I was like, <laughs> Well, it's uh, it just goes into, you know, name American. It goes into the sheer numbers of dead at like after European first contact, like and how that stacks up. They call it American Holocaust because they stack it up next to the Holocaust, you know, the the Jewish Holocaust from World War Two, which everybody's favorite Holocaust. Let's say. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is the the du jour Holocaust, you know, so Holocaust du jour. We're never going to stop hearing about it. No, we're not. But here's the thing. Is that remember the Holocaust? Remember, but then people, other people throw up the African slave trade. Well, that was Holocaust too. Yeah, of course it was, and an unimaginable and terrible thing. But none of that, none of that, even approaches the absolute absurdity of <laughs> of how many people died. In Just the, absurd amounts of Native Americans in in the American Holocaust. It is absolutely, it is absurd. I mean, it is because they were talking about how kill rates between 90 to 98 percent became so uniform that 95 percent became a rule of thumb when you're dealing with. <laughs> I mean, so you're talking about to put that into context, uh, say you have 20, I think it's 20 Native Americans standing around by the end of the bloodbath, one is left. So, you know, and, and it's I call that efficient. <laughs> No doubt. I mean, the Nazis were efficient as well. I mean, they were yeah. highly, you know. Kept them trains running on time. Well, they did it with gas trucks first, and then they just they plugged the exhaust pipe back into, like, these big trucks, which is gas would kill with carbon monoxide. But that wouldn't get the job done. So, yeah, let's build some rail spur lines to giant places to kill people, and that's exactly what they did. And in that, that is kind of... A singular event in human history because the awful reality of genocide and genocide is as old as you want to hear the most genocidal thing ever. Read the fucking Bible. He was God was having the Hebrews wipe out everybody fucking and their mom. I mean, just wipe out that group of people, wipe out that group of people. You know, I don't think that there was actually a God that said that shit. I think there was a group called the Hebrews and they were warriors at one point and they like those cultures did back then went after each other and killed each other and said, well, God told us to do it, so that made it okay. It is the ultimate Stanley Milgram test when you give it a fucking deity's approval. 
That is religion in a nutshell. Stanley Milgram test, not my responsibility. I, it's not really my fault. God told me to do this shit. For those that don't know what the Milgram test is, <clears throat> we've talked about it a few times. It's yeah. uh, where they uh, hook, they uh, had like this board where you could the per- the person taking the test was told that they were shocking someone in the other other side of the room. Yeah. Like behind a wall. And what was the figure? Like 50% would shock to the death? 50% would go until they died because somebody in a white coat was telling them to. Yeah, somebody. It's an authority figure. Yeah, so as long as the responsible didn't lie with them, they'd do whatever. They were just doing their job. Right. So that you actually had that in large scale again in in the Americas with the conquistadors and stuff like that because you had these guys come from Europe. Europe was an unimaginably disgusting place at this point. Like, uh, they talk about the wonders of Rome and all that shit. There were, you know, the sad part about it is, is that I think I can't remember which conquistador it was, but it was the first one. It was, might have been DeSoto. And he was talking about his men and himself. No, it was Cortez. We're looking at the marketplaces of the Aztecs. And one guy looked at another and said, I, I have to be dreaming. This can't be real. Am I awake? I, this can't be real because it was clean colorful everybody was at peace they had a, an elaborate system of canals and locks where they could raise and lower boats you know they had uh, their marketplace they said you could have set rome and london and i think another paris's biggest marketplaces in, down in a corner of the marketplace they had for the aztecs and in tenochtitlan in one city so and this made him mad <laughs> it didn't make him mad at first they were so embraced but then you got to look at them gold mines Mm. Sweet, sweet gold. And the next thing you know, they looked at all that fucking money they were going to be taking back. Jed's a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said America is the place you got to be. So we loaded up a boat and we pff, killed a bunch of Indians. I don't know. I can't make it. Yeah, we went across the sea. <laughs> Genocide. They said <laughs> red blood. Um. Uh, Killing shits. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but anyway, that's um and then not okay, and let's get away from that one, because I've talked about that one and, and yeah, whatever. I, but uh Castro just died. Oh and I looked up uh Aww. <laughs> I wish we had the soundboard. Castro. Um but there was uh, and I read another article about last night, a guy from Toledo, Ohio, named William Morgan, who went down and fought with the Cubans and rose to the rank of commandant, the only outsider besides Che Guevara, by the way, who was an Argentinian. Uh, and you mean Argentinian? Argentina. Um, and rose to the rank of commandant and was honored, but then they started to become communists. Like, there was political leanings communists. And they had always been there, but the guy... But it hadn't really come up because they were just worried about fighting at that point. Well, then he started running guns in to fight Castro, him and his wife, and they executed him. Talk about a ride or die chick, huh? Yeah, she was. And actually, I met her. I worked with her grandson at Off Garden in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, he, because I was wearing a Che Guevara shirt. It was a Rage Against the Machine shirt. And he kind of looked at it and he said, That guy had my grandfather killed. <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about? And he said, My grandfather was William Morgan. He went down and fought with, and almost like, like clockwork The next day The Toledo Blade Did a big write up On William Morgan Had his picture In the paper Like weird? fuck that guy Wasn't lying You know what I mean Isn't that weird it, Stuff like that happens Yes it was Because It's sort of like how There's a guy named Anthony Weiner Who can't stop sending Dick pics to yeah. underage girls to un- is, is that the Is it to some underage of, girls Some of them are 
just can't stop. Serious. We've all sent the dick pic. We've all sent it, you know, but it's for one thing. Let's talk about that. He accidentally second. tweeted it out instead of sending it in DM. Like, come on, man. Does a guy have a hog? Is that what the thing is? I'm sure he's got a healthy hog. I've never seen it. I mean, but he just looks like the type of guy that's got a massive fucking like one of those drill on him. Swinging. He's got a big old jack. <laughs> and those tall, skinny guys. You know yeah. the type. Yeah, yeah. They got a big. Um, they. I, we've all sent it, but I have to make sure that she's asking for it before I send it. And I have to make sure. I imagine an unsolicited dick pic can be quite startling. <laughs> Especially fully engorged. Yes. Yeah. Just like, oh, Jesus. Really? What is this? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If you get the girl and then you, and you, and you send that and it waits for a second, and then you get the mm back. You're good. <laughs> You're good. Sometimes you take a chance. I yeah. don't know. Sometimes. But, uh, I mean, I, I imagine I've never gotten an unsolicited vagina pic, but you get a. I have the picture of some some girl's cooter that you're not real familiar with. You never yeah. seen it before, and it looks like uh, somebody stuck an M80 in a pile of red clay and let set it off. Or like, uh, oh Jesus! Or used a barbed wire wrap baseball bat to <laughs> smash a roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh Lord! Have mercy. Yeah, that's What's going on. Yeah, yeah. But again, <laughs> the unsolicited and the two underage girls. He even sent one that has a, his baby in it. Like he, they're they're sitting sitting in bed, and he uh, takes a picture of his dong and his baby's in it, and he sends it to somebody. This guy's just got a problem. He just yeah, he loves the look of his own dick. Apparently, yeah, that's 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 severely messed up. Like. I don't, yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> uh, that guy is, he's, he's strange. Yeah, he's a creep. That's strange. That's extremely strange. Have you strange. ever seen him, like, uh, talking on the Senate he's floor? He's intelligent. He was amazing, like, yeah. talking on the Senate floor. Yeah, like, but screaming the, him, I will not yield. I will not yield, sir. You see, that's the thing. If you're going to be that guy, There's probably gonna make be some, sure you're clean. I mean, make you know, that's tough to do. you got to marry a freak. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're going to be a politician, you pretty much have to be married and pretend like you're a Christian and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you gotta, you're got going to have to get somebody that's down to get wicked. <laughs> <laughs> wicked! <laughs> Corn tree make a wicked. Pretty nice. Huh? Remember Wicked by, uh, by one ice cube? Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I know it's a thing, but I don't remember it. Well, Corn redid it. Because they were down, you know they were um, they were cool dudes. Well, they were some rad dads. Yeah, they were. <laughs> well, we're gonna go through. There we go. There's an ad for PS4. Yeah, okay. We got running mixes in the headphones. This is on the sophomore album. <laughs> Fear Factory. This is pretty good. I like that. One, two, three, and I come with the wicked. Start to know that I'm from the wicked crew. You act like you knew, but I got everybody jumping to the booth. You do kick it, wicked, rise, pick it, size. Me and my mom got a clip full of lies. Then Jonathan Davis loses his fucking mind here in a second. Before I bust you, I'm the one with the tight neck skills, and I won't try to hit the Buffalo Bills. 
let's let it get into the course. Larry Parker just got too many. Oh, what a fucking feeling. Got into dead past me the bill. And I'll stop digging like. He's doing the rapping right now. We got uh, Chino from Fear Factory. Fear Factory or. Uh, it's not Fred Nurse. I said Chino. I'm thinking Chino Marino from uh, Deftones. It might be him. See, but okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> Thought you'd never ask. Metal for a while before, and I know they under they unleashed this. They, uh, they opened a shit gate. They really did <laughs> the shade, <laughs> a, a real shade. Yeah. Um, Slim shady. <laughs> yeah, I hate that yeah. motherfucker too. God, he can't. I, I, somebody <laughs> said one time. Who's the greatest white rapper of all time? They said Eminem. And I was like, Snow? I was like, did the BC Boys suddenly cease to fucking exist? (laughs) Did Third Base cease to exist? Did Snow cease to exist because he's better than fucking Eminem? A licky boom boom down. Come on. Guy's still famous in Canada. But anyway. truly famous in Canada. (laughs) He actually, he did such a Canadian thing with his money, he reinvested it back in his community. (laughs) What the fuck? Rappers don't do that shit. I'm just supposed to be wearing real big dumb chains. (laughs) Yeah. This could feed 20 kids for two years, and I don't care. Um, But no, corn were, you know, you had Rage Against Machine. They were out. But they were like their own thing. They were a hip-hop metal band, but they were... Rage Against Machine has always been held to a different standard. Like they're, they were always different, and people loved them. Like I, we all loved them. But then Corn came out, and it was a cool thing. It's like, man, this is metal and it's rap, and we all knew it would come together, you know, because a lot of guys who were in metal liked rap. They just you couldn't admit it for a while. They were almost racially stratified. They really were. And once that happened, it was cool when this came out, and. Like for maybe two years after, but then like Limp Biscuit came out, yeah, and, the, and yeah. you know it was just complete shit, and it just kept coming, and you're like, "This is terrible." Like I just wanted to fucking choke Fred Durst. For oh some. God, he's just when they when they first came out and they did the Faith cover. I don't care who you were, that song was cool. It was, it was because they had anonymity at that point. Like you didn't know who the fuck Fred Durst was. You just heard the song, and I liked it. Because I was like, that's different. They're taking uh, a pop song from the 80s and they're making it into a metal song. I like that. I didn't I, I, I didn't hate it. I was okay with it. I really Whatever. liked it. I really liked it a lot. But the more he became a rock star, <laughs> yeah. the more I fucking hated it. The more it. He, him and Kid Rock started. Yeah, I wish, you know, I wish Kid Rock and Fred Durst were in a 69, like... <laughs> In a fucking God, you're turning in, me on. In a you know, in a in a fucking flag co- American flag covered Humvee. Fucking uh, Kid Rock in the until he became the redneck guy was like a b boy doing like actual rap music. Yeah, he's fucking annoying. Like he's I I don't get me wrong. I respect what he did with Detroit. He tried to reinvest a lot of his money back into Detroit and help his own city out. I like that. I do, and I respect that. But you can have people that you dislike. And they can still do good and, things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, but I, yeah, I, I despise his music. I think it's, uh, I despise him as a person. I can't fucking stand him. Um, <laughs> I, I can't stand Fred Durst. I can't stand, you know, all those idiots were opened up with that that came out where it was just a shit show. At first, it was. Kid Rock's really the only one that sort of stuck around. I mean, he's not like nearly as famous as he used to be, but still, every now and then, 
He'll pop up somewhere doing something stupid. Yeah. For some Republican or. Yeah. So, and it's just like, I, yeah. America's a businessman. We ought to just Trump run it. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, we're going to see what happens. Exactly. I, I know. I guess I'm, you were right, kid. <laughs> thank God you've. Thank God you looked into the fucking crystal ball for that when you fuck nut. <laughs> I just. Uh, but. You know, there were bands that were part of that that weren't that were filed in that group that weren't that didn't belong. The Deftones are one of them. Deftones definitely. Deftones were fucking great. They are pretty great. And and stuck to what they did. They never changed. They had uh their music has never changed. They keep releasing and they and they're still making music and they still put stuff out and it still sounds like the Deftones. So I respect that. They didn't they I'm sure once the uptick happened where it was, you know, rock and rap and you know, that new style metal came out. They, yes. This I is love the it. biggest, like, the song that I like the most by them. What is this song? It's called Change. I like that one. I also like Around the Fur. Around the Fur is a great fucking song. That was their biggest hit, their biggest album. That heavy bass. Like, and then it's melodic, and it does that. And cut, it'll kick in here in a minute. You know, I mean, I, I know, I, I know, I know. I, I love it. Yeah, this song's great. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, and then the guy's name's Chino Marino. Yeah, it's fucking great. Well, Latinos in. That's fucking great. I like how it didn't. They didn't waste any time getting to the chorus. Right. Sometimes I don't like that. Well, it depends on the song, of course. This song, I think it, it goes well. Yeah, it's a pretty great tune. Hold on. Remember, uh, Member? Uh, I forget the name of the band, but uh, Jonathan Davis's little brother had a band for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they suck really bad? I think it was just, it just sounded. Really? Is there another ad? Yes. What, what are you trying to play? Uh, trying to play Around the Fur with the Deftones. Okay. This has one of the best openings. Still love them. I, I, still, it, it does have bits of the corn stuff in it, but it's more uh, more melodic. I think corn kind of ripped them off. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who came first. I'm, this I'm, is a definite chicken or egg sitch. <laughs> Wait. See, that's just uh, that's just good stuff. I like that. That that part of it I liked and still like. Um, but it got it got out of hand. It got with, way out of hand. He had it, like the PODs and the and the uh, the Limp Biscuits, of course. And, and then there was uh, even though they do have a song that came out fairly recently, I liked is uh, they were a rock ra- rock rap group. And oh fuck, who is that? Uh, some forty one. It's no, <laughs> no, that was just that's new punk. <laughs> it's neo. It's pop punk. 
Um, Let's talk about that for a second. Pop punk. What did you feel about it? At the time, I didn't like it. Now I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Not a glowing review of the uh, I didn't get like uh, Blink-182. I was like, oh, okay. They don't take writing songs seriously, apparently. So everything's a joke to them. That's fine. <laughs> I just... I. I like it because it reminds me of the 90s. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I it's can, like a giant American Pie episode because they used a lot of that for it. And I still like the songs from American Pie. Like, I do too. Um, I'm, I'm, I, at the time, I just didn't like it because there was this, uh, this like, uh, snobbery that I had when, in my younger, more formative years. I think we all go through that. Like, you, you're, you're sure. Okay, like we were talking about, like with your, your ethnicity is is a defining thing for yourself, or can be, and it was for me for a long time. Not really anymore. I'm proud of it, but it's not a defining. Uh, people's music taste, yeah, is extremely defining, and the best way to define yourself is in opposition to other things. Yes, <laughs> so you know that sucks. that sucks. That's terrible. What I like is best. It's all it's all horrible. That's why I don't say things like, or try not to say them anymore. Like they suck. I'll say it, but then it's like, eh, they don't suck. They're just not for me. I don't. It's you not know. my thing. Yeah, like Kiss. You know, I'll talk shit about Kiss. No, I'll say Kiss sucks. <laughs> I'll say unabashedly. Yeah. Kiss sucks. <laughs> Why do you hate them so bad? I don't hate them. It's just, uh, it's just we're gonna wear makeup and we're gonna brand everything. <laughs> Kiss can literally take you from the cradle to the grave. Yeah, I'm like it's just come, no, just stop. Yeah, well. Just write your songs. You're good. At, like, they were good enough. The songs are fine. Not yeah. all of them, but rock and roll all night and part of every day. That was neat. <laughs> Beth. That was a pretty good song. Hard Luck Woman. Hard Luck Woman was a pretty good also song. Also a Peter Chris song. Two of their biggest hits. Detroit Rock City. Pretty yeah, great. Yeah. Like, they, had, they had their merits. Yeah. But, like, the just the unabashed consumerism and... Just uh, we're going to sell everything. Well, and then just kicking out the main members. To that's make what. More money. Okay, that's the thing. That's what bothers me. That's what bothers me about them is not. And this is odd for some bands. This is a pretty good discussion we got into. By the way, I'm glad we did this one. Um, let's change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's keep limping along. And, yeah. <laughs> let's go okay. back to wrestling real quick. Uh, Nick Bockwinkle. <laughs> 1976, Nick Bockwinkle versus the Iron Sheik in an I Quit match where they're both tied to each other with a uh, bull rope. Uh, Above average, Mike Sanders. Still greatest gimmick ever. Leaping Lanny Poffo. The hunchbacks couldn't be pinned. <laughs> you had to make them tap out. That was a real thing. I know. Um, no, but okay, let's go back to Kiss. Okay. I like some of their music, but I despise them. Like, yeah, you just can't. Like, uh, you're supposed to be able to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, like I but can Gene still Simmons say this is such a cunt. I can still say that uh, Bill Cosby was funny. Yeah, absolutely. But he was. He's the most successful rapist of all time. Yeah, I mean, there's not anybody in a movie. Like, yeah. Nobody's better at rape. No, never. But he was funny. But for some reason, I can't separate kids, well, even though they never really did anything that bad. They're I, just cunts. I, well, it's just I, I don't I don't like Gene Simmons' aggressive consumerism, and I don't like Paul Stanley's aggressive sh- chest hair. Well, that <laughs> there's that. No, his shrugging, basically, so what attitude when it comes to that. He, basically, he he allows Gene to be the asshole, so him and Gene can collect the money. Well, he's mad that people are able to download music for free. Like he was. Really angry about it. He was on Rogan's podcast. Paul Stanley was about a year. How did they get along? I, did, I, well, Rogan's a huge fan. Rogan loves it, but uh, but Rogan okay. also 
went after him about how much money do you need? Like, oh, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> Rogan's like, he gives his everything away for free, pretty much. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, um, I mean, but you're winning new fans if uh, if a kid can't afford to pay 10, 15, 20 bucks for a, a CD or download or whatever, and they get a copy from their friend who who burned it onto a disc form or what or however they got it. Yeah, it's it's theft. It's they're stealing from us. And was it Gene Simmons or Paul Stanley? It was Paul Stanley. See. I could see Paul Stanley is not very intelligent. <laughs> he just isn't. Gene Simmons is a brilliant dude. As much as I despise him. He's like an evil genius. Yes, he is. He's dis- he's a despicable fucking Like the way Trump man. is. Kind of, yes. Actually, him. he's a big fan of Trump. Like, I'm he sure was, he is. He was, Why wouldn't he be? Oh, yeah. He's, he's one of those guys. If I was a billionaire, I probably would be, too. Yeah. I mean, he's one of those guys. Paul Stanley is has got loads of money and just basically probably goes along with everything that Gene says. And takes every he's one of those people who lives in an echo chamber and whatever Gene says goes because he's making me rich and I'm not I'm not intelligent enough. If you ever see the interviews with him, he's not intelligent. Like he, he really can't make a cogent point half the time. So <laughs> he's just a slobbering mess. He, he's not that bad, but he's like. He's just, uh, yeah, I want to be a rock star. He's that guy. You know, being a rock star is pretty great, guys. <laughs> Am I right? They clink beers. <laughs> and then Ace Freely and fucking Peter Chris are sitting over there. Yeah, we wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you kicked us out for the 50th time after we got together to make you another 100 million. And that's what they do every time. Like, we're getting the band back together, and, and, and it's time for family and stuff again. And once the fucking tour's over, boot their fucking asses out. I mean, it's predictable as all shit. It's like Lucy pulling the fucking football out. They, hey, uh, you're back in the band. Oh, I'm on my back. You know, it's, they, uh, yeah, they did do that to them quite a bit. And now, they must, have, they must have the best record deal of all time to care so much about people. Buying the records Because usually people make Nine cents or something Per album Well they Again Think of all the merchandising I didn't know One person in my high school I never owned a Kiss shirt But I 90% of the people In my high school Had a Kiss shirt You know Yeah I, And I <laughs> I listened to Kiss for a while I mean I was the kid Who was trying to find himself And like okay I, I, I can see what's good in this And let Maybe me try I'm gonna and, be but, the then, Kiss but then I, But then After being around my brothers And Oh man my brothers and my cousins despise them. They're just, they cannot talk enough shit about Kiss. They fucking hated them, you know. Um, after being around that and seeing what they had to say and agreeing with what they were saying, you know, after I sat down and examined both camps and be like, you know, they're right. I'm going to go with that. You know, I, you know, because I'm a smart enough guy that I can form my own opinions, but everybody forms their opinions by listening to other people's opinions and either agreeing with something or anything. Everybody does that. Except for people that uh, just believe the first thing they read and you can't convince them otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah, there are those. I mean, you know, you try to see, try to see all sides of an issue. And if something appeals to you, go with it and try to find out about it, you know? Okay. The, the flip side of that despising kiss and I can't I can't stand them because I hate them as as human beings. Motley Crue on the other hand, hate their fucking music. Can't stand it. I like one song. Kickstart my heart. I like that one fucking song. It's a pretty great song. Actually. It is. Those guys, I like them. Like I see them in interviews and <laughs> they stuff. Seem like pretty fun yeah, dudes. I'm just like these guys are great. You know, they're they're friendly. Uh Tommy Lee's one of the friendliest dudes ever. Uh, I've never heard anybody say anything. Yeah, bad about Nick Ma- uh, Mick Mars, whatever, can really play. And Tommy Lee could fucking play. Yeah, too. yeah, he can't. Actually, all of them are pretty good musicians. Vince Neil's a good singer. You know, I just don't like their music. Yeah, 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 
yeah. He's that guy. <laughs> but uh, and seeing interviews with Nikki Six, I love Nikki Six. He's intelligent. He's he's got a lot of great stories to tell. He, you know, he's just a cool dude. And Mick Mars is scary fucking smart. And he's able to talk about anything. Like they say, just throw a subject at him, and, and he'll talk about it because he knows. I like that. See, and I can honestly say, like those guys, don't like their music. You yeah, know, I'll pass on what you're offering, but uh, you guys seem cool. Yeah, and then there's people you like their music and you hate them as people. Yeah, who who would that be? I mean, I'm, for me, uh, I think it's Ryan Adams. Okay, I think he's just so desperate for teenage <laughs> girls to like him. And like you're 42 and you try to get teenage girls to listen to you. So you do a cover of an entire Taylor Swift album. Come on, man. Yeah, that's. And you sell it. Why not just put it out for free if you're going to do that? I might have listened to it. I've not listened to it at all. Well, but I didn't listen to our Taylor Swift version of it either. So, but I'm trying to think of, well, Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan's a cunt. Billy Corgan does seem like he's a bit of a cunt. And, um, the other members of the band, they seem to be very contentious, and I wouldn't like them. You know what I mean? Like, I, they just seem to be kind of shitty people. Well, they had to deal with Billy Corgan. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Jimmy Chamberlain was just getting high just to go to fucking practice. He's like, I got to get- No, he was just getting high to get high. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got to get high. He's dick the heroin. <laughs> Pretty heavy. Got to get high. <laughs> just got to get high. <laughs> I'm going to die here. <laughs> Have you ever come down off of heroin? Pretty bad. <laughs> I haven't. So. Nor have I. <laughs> um, from what I hear, I've heard things. Uh, I'm trying to think of other, like John Lennon, I think he might have been a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Definitely. Uh, George Harrison, for all intents and purposes, everything I've ever heard of him, he's a pretty sweet guy. Yeah. Ringo. Ringo was just kind of along, with, along yeah. for the ride, wasn't he? I'm just the drummer. <laughs> he was more of a percussionist than the drummer, though. Yeah. He was so much more. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, John Lennon, he, he was, uh, from everything I hear, a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as I like uh, and stand for causes and stuff, I have seen the other side of it where you're just, you know, I, I've even tried to keep it off of Facebook to a large extent. You know, the thing with the Dakota Access Pipeline and all that stuff is very important to me. It's very, it's a dear thing. But I, what am I going to do? What else can I do except. Try to share things and say, all right, now listen, and just look at this. Even though Trump, you know, I put a thing up about Trump the other one, and I called him a fucking half-wit, you know. <laughs> and that f- for that little... For that, I'm at least three-quarters of a wit. <laughs> and it's a terrific wit. I, I just like that. I like that senator who's just disgusted with him. The guy's just absolutely... Which one's that? <laughs> Which one isn't it, I guess? Uh, well, I mean, just this guy, man. He's fucking... He is so... Just looking at Trump, he's like, this guy is a fucking scumbag, and I, I hate him. It's only The clip isn't very long, but you can just hear the contempt in the guy's voice and, <laughs> and Trump, you know, being Trump. Discussing Indian blood? We're going to judge people. Oh, this is it's a little bit over day, yeah. Qualified to run a gaming casino or not? Uh, I, that probably is me, absolutely. Because I'll tell you what, if you look, if you look at some of the reservations that you've approved, you, sir, and your great wisdom have approved, I will tell you right now, uh, they don't look like Indians to me. And they don't look like the Indians. Now, maybe we say politically correct or not politically correct. They don't look like Indians to me. And they don't look like Indians to Indians. And a lot of people are laughing at it. And you're telling how tough it is, how rough it is to get approved. Well, you go up to Connecticut and you look. Now, they don't look like Indians to me, sir. 
Okay, but I'm going to stop it right there. He had that big thing with them because he's so fucking stupid and uneducated about the subject. The Indians, especially the natives, especially in the New York tribes and up into Connecticut and places like that, are fair-skinned. Unless they're in the sun, other than their cheekbones and you know their hair and stuff like that, it's really hard to tell that they're Native Americans. But they will assure you, yes, I'm a Native American. Yes, I'm this one of the lone members of this surviving tribe that the, that the pilgrims and their ilk did not wipe out. I'm one of those people. And they can prove it. And they, you know, well, they don't look, look like Indians and that's, to me. that's what he's saying. That's so weird. He's so fucking stupid about the subject. And well, that, how, this was like 20 some years ago, right? Yeah, it was something like that. But he's, I, he's I, a lot I, more well spoken then. He is. He actually is. Do you think he dumbed himself down for the election? What do you think? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, I think there's <laughs> a, a substantial breadth of evidence to. Uh, but he, he was that. still. He was still just repeating himself. But still, I mean. I, you know, he, sounded, my, he sounds more competent there. Well, my 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 thing, my favorite thing he says is a lot of people are talking about that when it's just him talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> or well, pe- that's how you get people to believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's that I had to put that up because I've tuned out the political process. I got rid of my news app. I don't really discuss it on Facebook anymore. I'm done. I'm finished. I don't want to talk about it. But that one was especially heinous and disgusting to me. So I just had to say something about it. And he's talking about, they get these tax breaks. Why does it ever get the tax breaks? So I had to put, because they were part of a genocide that was intentional by the United States government. And to save a little bit of face and to actually make it up to them somewhat, you give them tax breaks so they can fucking live. He was saying it was discriminatory. I remember. Seeing yeah. That. And, and he, and the, some native American and the native Americans were not allowed to leave the reservation until 1925. Jesus Christ. So this fucking What if you needed milk? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> All these things were supposed to be on the reservation, but as you're surrounded by you're a sovereign nation, but you're surrounded by the people who've conquered you and they don't wish you well. So, you know What if you want to go see a show? <laughs> a lot of Americans what if you want to go renounced to their blood and just tried to work their way into American culture. They said we this is the only way we're gonna survive. Even some, some We're cheap. never gonna survive Unless We get, we get a little, little crazy Heart <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna survive But Okay People don't even understand I think With this particular subject How Just disgusting The United States government Has been toward The indigenous people This is the last thing I'm gonna say about it No uh, it's not It's not <laughs> It's not Okay But I'm trying I'm trying not to go We know We know I'm, how this goes I'm try, I'm not trying to go down That rabbit hole so much But I just want to say This one thing Uh Mount Rushmore is the Black Hills. The Black Hills is a sacred place to nearly every Native American. Like, that's like the center, you know, of their religion. So many things. They took the Black Hills and then they carved the faces of the of the people who did it to them <laughs> in their mountain. That's like me going over as a dictator, destroying Jerusalem, and then going to the the Wailing Wall and putting a picture of myself on top of it and saying "fuck all of you." Just a big picture took, of you holding two big sacks of taters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dressed up like a leprechaun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Your your thugs are armed with shillelaghs. <laughs> That's giving me a hell of an idea there, Dutch. <laughs> Remember Fit Finley? Yeah. He had a shillelagh. Yeah. <laughs> Back to wrestling. Yo. It's it's circular. Circular. It's, it's in a circle. 
<laughs> what a terrible wrestler Fit Fiddly was. He was great. What are you oh, talking about? God. He was great. Worst tights ever. He just he, They just uh, gave him a push when he was 73 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been Hasn't there been a long like line of distinguished Irish wrestlers? I have no idea. There has been. There's I'm been, sure there is. I mean, the McMahon family themselves, well, they're they're more Scott. I think they're, they're Scots. But... Um, <laughs> It's there's no there's been a few. It's so easy to get us back on that subject. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> get back on the wrestling subject. Oh, it is. I love it. <laughs> Just a shillelagh. And there we go. <laughs> Fit Finley. He had a little. Didn't he have a a, a little uh, a little fellow with a, him? A midget guy with him? Oh, I'm sorry. A fucking miniature person with him. <laughs> a homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> I forget his name, but. Uh, he had a little leprechaun guy with him. Well, they they had that for a while that that was Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. I heard about that. I wasn't watching. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> His name was Bockwinkle or something. No, not but it was some kind of horrible, stereotypical Irish name. It was really bad. Um, I did. anyway back to the <laughs> Mount Rushmore. No, that's it. I, I, but then they aren't they still constructing like a crazy horse that right they're behind. doing that but even but even the native americans are not really for that they're for one thing they're not a group that are big on representations of themselves they if you notice there was not a lot of sculpture and stuff like that and they were perfectly capable of doing so they're not things. like into graven images no not so that's, really sort of follow the bible there well I don't think they had a choice in following the Bible, did they? <laughs> that's, that's an age-old combination to deal with the natives, Bibles and bullets. If you can't kill them, you're going to try to stamp the culture out of them by, you know, Professor Mann. Barbara Mann would tell me stories about. Barbara Mandrell. She moonlighted and she's changed her name a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she's still living. Barbara Mandrell? Yeah. Sure. Let's look that up. You go ahead, though. But she was talk. she would talk about how the... The easiest way to conquer and subjugate a people is to, and and this has been done the world over, um, is to, they can't speak their own language. They cannot practice their own songs, you know. Cel- Barbara Mandrell's still alive. Okay. 67 years old. Songs, celebrations, uh, you know, all the things that make them. She was country when country wasn't cool, just so everybody knows. Heck yeah, she was. She was also sleeping single in a double bed, and she's been loving us too long. <laughs> what about Pam Tillis? Is she still rocking it out? <laughs> Cleopatra, Queen of Denial. I'm pretty sure she's still <laughs> she's still alive. <laughs> Pam Tillis. She's <laughs> gone off the rails. We've we've just gone off the rails. Yeah, there are. We were fucking rudderless to begin with. <laughs> Pam Tillis is still alive. Maybe it was Memphis. I Shake like the sugar tree. I like maybe it was Memphis. Spilled perfume, Queen of Denial. Yeah, maybe it was Memphis was a great song, actually. Let's play that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll eat up some time. Yeah. <laughs> this is all filler, no killer. That's yeah. that. <laughs> you talk about your Native American bullshit. I'm gonna stare deeply into Pam Tillis's eyes. <laughs> this is a great song, though. Looking at you through a misty you know, her dad was Mel Tillis, and he uh, had a real bad stutter, okay. but he could sing perfectly. That's strange. Yeah, isn't that weird? The way the brain works. It's a great song. Anyway, were you saying something about Native Americans or some shit? No, I'm done. It's, it's finished. It gets right to the chorus. Maybe it was Memphis. 
You got the, the church choir. <laughs> you know who was great? A lot of miles. Uh, yeah, that she had the black velvet. Black velvet. Yeah, it's a great song. That was like her only hit, though, right? I know, and she was just ridiculous hot. She was ridiculous, like that eighties hot. She yeah, was all dressed in leather. <laughs> oh God, we got okay. She won that leather. Fucking Pam Tillis, y'all. I used to crank it out to this all the time. Were you a big country fan in the uh, yeah in the, in the high school? I was a kid. Once I found the Beatles, I started getting into like classic rock and stuff, and then all right, here we go. Damn it! Then I started uh, getting into more '90s rock. What in the hell? Oh, okay. A's written all over it. The bad. Oh, yeah. I wonder if she's still around. I don't know. She was ridiculous fucking hot, though. She's riding up on a horse. Gets off of it. She's wearing chaps. She is 80s hot. Look at her. Absolutely. Looks like Jennifer, Jennifer Conley. Yeah. She had that bit of a bit of a fucking rasp yeah. in her voice. Yeah, I cranked it out to this too when I was a kid. This one might be getting a purchase. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> we might make that happen tonight. I think she's still alive. I was kind of hoping she died of a drug overdose right there. Well, just like that would internally make her hot. You know? Yeah, she never got unhot. I mean, she wasn't shitty like what's her name, Amy Whitehouse. So. Amy Winehouse was amazing, though. I didn't like her. Her music was amazing. I don't know about she her personally. She could sing. She could fucking get down. There's Wes Etheridge. She had some tunes, bro. Yeah, she did. Four non blondes. What? What is going on over here with my YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> you just Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you. Nah, you know Prince wrote that song. Yep. Heart. Heart. All I want to do is make love to you. That's on there. Is it a great song? I know it is. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> Let's find out. Hey, man, she still looks good. Let me see. A lot of miles. Holy mackerel, yeah, she does. Like 27 years ex post facto. She still looks rocking. She's got that gray streak in her hair. Yeah, she's rocking it. Looks good. Totally smash it. What, is she 74 years old now? She's 74? I have no idea. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, that, yeah, she looks great. Apparently, she's probably still making music. The uh, Four Non Blondes lady, uh, oddly enough, has been behind quite a few Yeah, kids. she's been behind... She's behind Pink's whole career. Almost, yeah. Yeah. They have a similar voice, too. They won't speak anymore, though. Oh. How do you know this, thing. Mr. TMZ? Because- it's the Gossip Minute with Chuck. <laughs> no. Well. <laughs> I want to do it in a British voice. Yeah, do it. Please. <laughs> no, please. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> apparently. Can't wait to the bird from Four Non Blondes <laughs> and one pink are not getting on well. <laughs> They've had a bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> what was the kerfuffle about? Um, rights and heretofores and such. <laughs> How vague. <laughs> That's been the gossip minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bring the car around, Chumley. Chumley? He's my... <laughs> He's your liege. <laughs> no. You got a liege? <laughs> You're a, this character you've made up has a liege. Actually, I want to call him Bennington. That would be the the, the ideal name for for a uh, no. That'd be uh, for a uh, manservant. Bennington would be good. Yeah, that would be. Oh, Bennington! I saw a uh, a movie last night called The Stanford Prison Experiment. Okay, it's about uh, an actual experiment. I, there's, I haven't been able to find a uh, documentary about it, but it's about uh, this guy did an experiment where they took eight kids. Then went to school there and uh, put them in like a prison in an office building, just in rooms, and took eight people, other students, and made them the guards. And he just wanted to see how they reacted. Yeah, it was supposed to last two weeks, and it could only last. You know, they only made it six days because the people that were uh, acting as the guards started taking it way too seriously. Really? Yeah, and started being dicks and like forcing forcing people to do things and and then the uh the kids playing the prisoners were trying to revolt and then they'd end up getting beat down. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, it's weird. It reminds me of an after school special. That really? was the one where uh Helen Hunt, Helen Hunt runs, runs through the window. Jumps out the window. Because she's doing speed. Or- that is, it's weed. She smoked a joint or some shit. <laughs> ah! um, there was a one where. Shut up. A, a teacher took a bunch of kids and, you know, they were kids of different ethnicities. Are you going to play that Helen Hunt clip? Of course I am. <laughs> but he gave them, but he gave them a color and orange were the worst. It's pretty amazing There's like a whole three minute video That probably leads up to this But this is the best part I think she did crank Whatever crank is Drugs used to have such cool names I still have crank It's crystal meth Well she's really Really freaking out Get a hold of yourself. Hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> Somebody slap her. Remember when you could slap women? Movies. <laughs> 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 they have that on uh, F is for Family, that show he watches. <laughs> Just slap the shit. Slapping broads. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kisses her. <laughs> Sometimes a man's got to do, do what a man, man does. does. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping broads. That show's pretty great. Yeah. F is for Family is pretty great. Can't wait till the new eps come out. So they've already, it's a thing. Yeah, they're just animating it now. Nice. It's computer, though, isn't it? Yeah, but they got to match up the voices right. and all that stuff. Um, Something about a after-school special you were watching. Uh, the, well, the kids, he did this. He was a, a history-like civics teacher or something. He wanted to do an experiment in school. So the blue, the kids who drew a blue wore blue arm brand. Okay. And they were considered better. And then the kids who drew the orange... Were the worst, and there were kids in the middle. Cool. And by the so end, the little cast system. Yes. So by the end, you know, did the, they? Did they? The, tell he them? had every teacher participate. No, he told. He told him. He tell the kids that like the blue ones are going to get treated better, and or did they just do? Yes, that? absolutely. He said. He said, "This is what's going to happen." Uh, he said, "If you're orange, you're going to do this." And everybody was laughing, all this stuff. By the end, it got really contentious. Like there were kids fighting, 
And he he continued the experiment, and all the teachers were like, we think we should stop this. And he said, let's see how it plays out. I'm like, where did this guy get all this fucking power? <laughs> was it based on anything real? Or? No, but it was a fascinating concept that you know you have a, a, a system that just arbitrarily assigns you a color, and you're just better than other people. That's the racial system we have. Well, the uh, on the set of the Planet of the Apes, there was different. All the different apes, they had like 10, would hang out six with each different other. apes, yeah. or however many different types there were. Like the ones that were alike would all hang out with, with each other on breaks and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, no, um, again, and, I, and I, I'm guilty of this myself. Well, there are certain groups that were, don't know racism. They didn't know. That's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. You're different than me, so automatically you're a threat. Because you think differently than I do, you might be better than, I, than me at some things. That's always in the back of your head. What if they're better at these things than I am? What if, you know, my yeah. beliefs are my beliefs are superior? I don't want your beliefs to get on top of me because then you're in control. That's so what happens with like colonialism and all that shit. And it's a terrible, terrifying thing, but it is it's normal. It is a normal human human thing to do. Racism, just like we talked about about the Game of Thrones thing with that ridiculous shit where they wanted to have main characters be black and shit like that. It's like that won't happen. That's that's sociological. Just won't work. It's sociologically impossible because one group is not going to allow you to prevail over their group if they're in power. That's not going to happen. So and they'll only intermingle when it's beneficial. Exactly, or when it's rebellion, and then the rebellion becomes. You know, now we're going to have rebellion the other way. Like interracial couples are a thing. Now it's going to be a thing. Well, and it's going to be all right because of the current climate. Well, I only date this group or only date this group. That's going to happen again. It seesaws back and forth. But you sit back and observe. It's fascinating shit. And, you know, I don't engage in it. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. But I think the the alt-right dudes, those uh, jabronis. Can we talk about your using jabroni? Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I think it's great too. <laughs> the, the, those jabronis, they uh That's a reenactment of it's always sunny in Philadelphia for over. They they uh they're against like race mixing and stuff, I think. Yeah, they really are. Like interracial couples and stuff, and I just think that's weird. Let every, let people fuck who they want to fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Why do you care? Why does anybody care? Well, because they, it's again, preservation of my species, preservation of, of the traits that I find desirable, preservation of what I value. But there's always going to be white bitches, man. <laughs> I just, it, it is ridiculous in so many ways. I don't know. But that's people. Yeah, people are stupid. So, fuck people. I, I mean, that's where you you saying you don't understand nationalism and ethnicity and all that stuff. That's where that comes into play, and you're absolutely right. That's taking it to the, you know, let's say tomorrow. Tomorrow. I just decide, well, I'm going to only be with an Irish girl, or, or, or at least a girl with an Irish last name. You know what I mean? That's fucking stupid, for one thing. Um, who gives a shit? I mean, I, I don't. I don't care. But there are, that's what they're doing. That's what those people are doing. It's completely arbitrary. It doesn't mean anything. Be proud of who you are, but don't use it as a bludgeon against other people. You know, it's all right to be proud of who I am, but don't be proud of who you are. And that's what both sides do. And for a while, yes, it was slanted 
you could say black power. You couldn't say white power. You shouldn't be able to say either. I mean, you could say whatever you want, right? But I'm but saying like, white power does have a bit more. It of does a creepy have a, it vibe, does have dude. a ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, like those ooh. dudes all giving the Hitler salute. At yeah, alt right the uh, the National Policy Institute. That's there's that's the name of the alt right group giving the Hitler salute, saying "Hail Trump." Yeah, and that's, so that's it. That, that that looks weird. It, it does. looks threatening, it, it, extremely. And I and I hate the fact that or no, love the fact that he tried to gaslight everybody and nobody was fucking buying it. Like, yeah. you're like, no, that's that's bullshit. We're not. That's 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 a bridge too far. We can hang with this, but you're over there. You know, yeah, you're just it gets it gets real creepy. Go away. You know, it's yeah. I mean, I'm like uh, one of their big things is being uh, anti PC. Like how I'm not, like how people like go after people's jobs whenever they say something the slightest bit out of the way. Right. So they go completely nuts and they do all this racist stuff on the internet just for shits and giggles. Yeah. So. So they go ridiculous with it. it. When it gets to a certain point where I'm like, okay, you're going a little bit too far, but mm-hmm. I get it. But like uh, the the hell Trump and like bringing back Nazi salutes, and they all have the Hitler Youth haircut that's so popular right now. You know, like the the shaved sides with the longer top that they slip. Is that over. is that the Hitler Youth haircut? Yeah. Okay, but like everybody, every everybody that's able to do hair now have hair now. Yeah, has that haircut. Right. So, but little do they know, it's the fucking Hitler Youth haircut. Right. And it's just all it's it's an identity thing. Identity politics is always creepy, but it does it does but ring you know what, super creepy when it's a bunch of white. You know what the craziest thing about it is though, is that there was a movie and Christian Bale was in. There's it. been lots of movies. Okay. <laughs> There's a movie that Christian Bale was in. <laughs> Newsies. Was he in Newsies? He was absolutely in Newsies. Well, he's also in Swing Kids. Do you see Swing Kids? You know what? I might be getting them confused. I want it to was say Christian Sw- Bale was in Newsies, but I'm going to look this up. No, Christian Bale was definitely in Swing Kids. Your mom was definitely in Swing Kids. <laughs> hey, got yo, it. Yeah, zing. What up? <laughs> Schwammo. <laughs> I want my own saying. Christian Bale was in Newsies. Now let's look up Swing Kids. Guarantee he was in both. I'd be willing to bet you. I think you're right. I think you're right, bro. I'm totally right, bro. You are correct. Robert Sean Leonard, Christian Bell, and Frank Whaley. Okay. Directed by Thomas Carter. Written by Jonathan Mark Feldman. Who the fuck are they? Um, they are people. It was a decent- They deserve love. Barbara Hershey was in this. Uh, yeah, she was. It was actually a decent movie. Tushka Bergen. And uh, Christian Bale. Noah Wiley. Got, yeah, Noah Wiley was in it. Uh, he got- Christian Bale got caught- and he got sent to uh, the Hitler Youth Camp, and he actually was into it. Like he came back, and <laughs> because all his friends listened to uh, swing music, and swing music was a big no-no at that point because it was played by black musicians and conducted by Jewish conductors. You know, can't have that it's shit. A giant no-no. Yeah. Good lord, what are we doing? Here? It was banned in in Germany. You could not dance to it. Um, and <laughs> no, you could dance to it. You just weren't supposed to. Right. Well, that was the thing. There's was never a, been a more. It was an underground music. thing where the kids. Oh no! Definitely. So this not. was sort of like a uh, a uh, Footloose. Ten years later, it kind of was. Yeah, with a little only bit more the, of a serious. Only the tone. stakes were a little bit yeah. higher. We've raised the stakes <laughs> on dancing, and the stakes have never been higher. <laughs> God, he's such a terrible. Pe- he's a horrible pitch man, <laughs> except with the reelection. But uh, <laughs> except for the whole election thing, yeah, that somehow worked out for him. I don't know. Really They're crazy. doing a recount. 
Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. Fuck it. I don't care. I've already bought in. Yeah. I've already bought a red tie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect me to, to I've got to return it? I've got survival materials being shipped to my home. I don't care at this point. How many gallons of potable water? <laughs> do you have a rifle? <laughs> You're going to need a shotgun, a rifle, and, and a, a four-wheel drive. <laughs> and a pistol. Um, but the thing was is that the way they portrayed it you could see why uh, the kid went with it because it was a marvelous it was a a, 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 a diabolically intelligent thing to do is to put those kids in those camps it was physical competition it was cooperation with people within there was there was competition but it was that that good competition everybody yeah 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 come on you can do it you know that stuff yeah you know Mm -hmm. uh and you know and then it was subtle propaganda they they started throwing at you the jewish kids don't do this the jewish kids stab each other in the back only the true germans will really do this for each other we're the ones who fight for each other (laughs) they say you know you come out and you're fucking fucking program that's that shit works just like in football practice you think uh you think uh, rich woods up at five o'clock in the morning doing up downs in the rain absolutely they're up doing a fucking we were like hell no they're not And then you guys would go. It's the exact same thing. And then you guys would go beat the shit out of Richwood, <laughs> or we'd get the shit beat out of us by Richwood. You guys got beat by Richwood two out of three times. Yeah. Hmm. They were good, were they? We weren't. They were a small school. So were we, really? We yeah. only had a couple hundred more people in our school. Hmm. And the old uh, Nicholas County got beat by a single A school this year. They were dranked in double A, and fucking Fayetteville beat them. Yeah, man. They had a good squad. Anyway. <laughs> um. That's yeah. That's what uh, that's what they're trying to do is. But here's the thing: you, you can't do that. What they did in Germany, you can't do that in America. You can't do that. Not as long as we're allowed to have internet, right? Well, and as long as the fact that we have such a you know heterogeneous population, yeah. you know, it's there are so many different groups and large amounts of them. The only way it would go is if you could somehow convince. The next largest group to go along with it. Who's the next largest group to the Latinos. White, white people? It's going to be rough, man. That would be a hard sell. That's where that's where he went wrong, and he did sell it to a few of them. And they are actually fundamentally a lot like white people. So you know, it wouldn't be a hard sell if he had sold it right. And that's why I'm glad he didn't, <laughs> because that would have been a tough one to crack. Latinos and. Uh, Alt-right people getting together and basically going to control society. They could have done it. Oh, yeah. They could have pulled it off. Yeah. And he was just too dumb saying build that wall and shit like that. And trying to reach out to the Latino community. Too late. Fucked it. They don't like you. Not going to like you. A lot of Except, them better for him, though. It, well, what's, what's the definition of a lot? Yeah, well. What's the More per- than 0%. What, what's their percentage? It was a small percentage, I'm guessing. I think it was like 20 it's not, that's not a crazy amount, that's but that's two, sort of a crazy that's amount. two out of ten people. <laughs> that's still a crazy amount, though, right? In the in the grand scheme of things, no. It's not that really. Th- it's it's a lot of people, but Let me look at when, you consi- when you consider it against the whole, it's not a lot, a, a lot of people. Percentage of Latinos that voted. Apparently, we're not supposed to say Latinos anymore because that excludes women. We're supposed to say Latinx. Latinx? Yeah. I don't understand it either. I don't understand this crazy world anymore. I'm just a caveman. I, 
I'm but a humble caveman. Your ways confuse and frighten me. Makes me want to jump into my Mercedes and drive off into the hills or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it says in record numbers, Latinos overwhelmingly voted against Trump. So that's good. Yeah. But still, there were some. Well, I mean, there were probably some Jews who liked Hitler. I know so there were. Says, uh, I know there were because they were part of the groups that there were, you know, there were officers in the in the Nazi hierarchy like toward the bottom to control the ghettos and stuff that were deputized by the Nazis that were Jewish. <laughs> they wore the Jewish armband and were still functionaries. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Useful that, idiots. Yeah, that's what you that's what you get. Eight, they, they're saying 18% of the Latino vote went to uh, Trump, which still. That's a considerable amount considering how bad he was. Considering what he, the things he said. Still not a crazy amount, though. Hold on a second. What are you doing? Mr. Keyrock, are you ready to give your summation? It's just Keyrock, Your Honor, and yes, I'm <laughs> ready. Thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. We're going back to 1992 here, I think. I fell in some ice and later got thawed out by some of your scientists. Your world frightens and confuses me. <laughs> Sometimes the honking horns of your traffic make me want to get out of my BMW and run off into the hills or whatever. Sometimes when I get a message on my fax machine, I wonder, did little demons get inside? But I don't know. My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. But there is one thing I do know. When a man, like my client, it's Rob Schneider. slips and falls on a sidewalk in front of a public library, then he is entitled to no less than $2 million in compensatory damages and $2 million in punitive damages. Thank you. <laughs> that was incredible. That's such a great skit. <laughs> that dude was... Amazing at everything. He he was murdered by his wife, wasn't he? Yeah, and she killed the and then, kids. And she killed the kids, too? I think so. Oh, God. I didn't know all that. I think so. I guess I could look that up, too. Yeah, we have these devices where we can... Mm-hmm. Phil Hartman. Troy McClure. I'm Troy McClure. Phil Hartman, Canadian-American... Died on May 28, 1998. Maybe she didn't kill the kids. So they've just been wandering around Hollywood for 20 years. <laughs> like, what the f- Where's my dad? God, mm. that's terrible. Remember him on Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yeah, he was a uh, zombie. At first, though, he was uh, Captain Carl, which I think evolved into Cowboy Curtis and was played by one Larry Fishburne. Yeah, Larry Fishburne. And then... Uh, yeah, the kids are okay. And then uh, I mean they're probably not okay. No, no. And then <laughs> Miss Yvonne, remember her on Pee Wee's Playhouse? That's yes, Charlie's, Charlie's mom. mom on yeah. the uh, on the always. She was song. kind of a smoke show when she was younger. Oh yeah, had a pair of milky slap arounds. That was for sure. Check back in with our friend Chut. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't do this. Oh, oh he, oh, did. he did. <laughs> he absolutely did. 
Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kinda dumb with the finger and her thumb And the shape of an L on her forehead This doesn't get old to me Well, the ears start coming and the nose stop coming Fed to the rules You had to pick up the pace a little bit It makes sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? never know if you don't go you'll never shine if you don't glow hey now you're an all-star get your run, game on better run, play hey now you're a rock star faster than my bullet i love that song it's about a school cold. shooting yeah only shooting stars break the mold <laughs> Shut. Shut be killing it. <laughs> He's got another one up too. Let's check this one out. It's going to be great. Here's another one. Let's go to ad before it. Way to go, Chuck. Chuck. Get the ads. Yeah. God. We can't do anything, and a guy who sings <laughs> fucking Smash Mouth All Star over everything is getting ads. This thing came out yesterday, and it's got eighty six thousand views, and he's got two hundred sixty six thousand and eighty two subscribers on YouTube. So he's rich and famous now. Look I don't know if he's rich photograph. yet. Every time I do it makes me laugh. He's doing a different song. <laughs> That's a Nickelback song. <laughs> on Joey's head. <laughs> he swerved me. Oh, shit, Chut. We thought he was a one-trick pony. Oh, he's got so much up his giant sleeves. <laughs> he's got it's a lot of hidden underneath his giant neck beard. <laughs> and this is where I went to school. Most of the time, I had better things to the, the pockets in his hoodie are filled with surprises. <laughs> and hard candies. Yeah. <laughs> or this original, I'm told. <laughs> they were gross. I think they're the best candy. They're the best hard candy. Should I go back? I like sour ball. Fuck you. The Brock sour ball. Better now than it was back then. <laughs> if I was them, I wouldn't let me in. Oh, what is he singing over? Who is that? We'll fix you. Coldplay. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty good song, dude. Let's talk about Coldplay for a second. Okay. What do you think about them? You know, I like a lot of the stuff that they did, but there was a time where I, I sort of jumped on the bandwagon where Coldplay sucks. Like, you know, I know you're gay. 
You listen to Coldplay? Yeah, I'm, I totally didn't do that one because I loved them from the very beginning. Like uh, their first two albums were <laughs> I think really Dave great. Grohl said one time, every one of their songs sounds like the theme to uh, um, <laughs> fucking Chariots of Fire, <laughs> which is Chariots of Fire. <laughs> See, I don't get that at all. I mean, Parachutes is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Is that the first From one? beginning to end. Yeah, it's it a good really album. Good. The second album, Rush of Blood to the Head, I think is really good. It's got... but I'm, And I didn't really give them that much of a chance after that. Well, but a lot of people, too, thought, you know, there was a, the, the blowback from Radiohead. Like, they're stealing Radiohead's thunder and I don't shit think like they that. really st- sound a lot like Radiohead. No, but they... Muse is the one that sounds like Radiohead. Oh, do they? Oh, God, yes. They just stole right off of Radiohead. Their early stuff sounds a lot like... Uh, Early Radiohead. Yeah. Muse does. See, I'm not... Yeah, I don't think you can help who you're influenced by and who you, what you sound like. Well, and it's like writers. Uh, I, I, you probably... You're influenced heavily by... Uh, George R. R. Martin. George, well, George R. R. Martin. Then you got Stephen your, uh, your V.C. Andrews and... Uh, uh, <laughs> Danielle Steele. Danielle, of course. I mean, how can I, mean, I forget I, Danielle Steele? I, I have to throw that. John Grisham. Uh, I, I love the image of a, of a penthouse with a woman standing there in a... In a in a long black dress and a powerful man's coming up behind her and going to ravish her. Yes. And they're both going to speed away in a expensive car and go out and eat and drink and butt fuck and mingle with the regular people. That's half her shit is (laughs) rich people fucking. That's what Daniel Steele shit is. Um, Oh, and Stephen King spares her no expense. He goes completely after her. He fucking just, uh, her people like what they like. her and, um, he despises Stephanie Meyer's work. Can't stand it. Stephanie Meyer. What's Twilight. Her? He talks so uh, much shit. Because they're like, for a while, that is a great fucking song. Yellow. It's pretty great. I remember seeing it on MTV2 when they played videos. Oh, really? Yeah. I just think this is a great riff. Let's, Let's go into real a simple, uh, real cold simple. playoff. Cold playoff. <laughs> <laughs> playoff? Cold playoffs? Cold playoffs? You couldn't even get a first down? You're talking about cold playoffs? <laughs> Man, we talking about practice. We talking about practice here. You see how I play in the game when you want to talk about practice. <laughs> playoffs? Alan Iverson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a great song. Um, I don't see it any... It does, this doesn't sound like radio. Man. It doesn't. It's just because they're I'm British. I'm going to play my one of my... They didn't scream at them for trying to be like Oasis. And they're British. I mean, just whenever a British band comes over here, they compare them to the most recent popular British band. Yeah, well, and that's normal, I suppose. Like, Oasis didn't sound like the Beatles, and they just tried to look like them, and they stole some of their lines, but they didn't really sound You don't think it sounds like them? Okay. No. Okay, here's perhaps my favorite Coldplay song. And this Fe- is off. Let me feather it in. Okay, well, don't do it quite yet, because there's a big bear here for some reason. It's a bad. Okay. Some damn good feathering. Yeah, it was. It actually really was. <laughs> I love the bass line on this one. You know, Coldplay, like, songs like this is the equivalent of if you've got, like, a really bad pain and you take an opiate, like like a hydrocodone or something like that to really have a little pain and lay down on the couch. That's what this is. What's this from? Which album? This is off Parachutes. This is called Yeah, it was on that one. I do not know that. Uh, 
this is another great one off that album. Okay, you bet you can't feather me too, can you? No, I can't feather you. Okay, I'll just go right into it then. You do whatever you need to do, darling. This is a little bit more upbeat, but I love the guitar riff in this one. I think it's a great song. Whole album, again, this might be an actual album that I'm going to buy as opposed to individual songs. Pretty cool. Yeah. This is called Shiver. Really great. I has a real '90s feel to it. It does. So I look in your direction, but you pay me no attention. Do you? I like uh, one of my their more recent songs. I love is Paradise. I love that fucking song. I think it's. I was like this one. This one was also on that album. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can. I got a feather. Let me see if we can pick it out. This is off Parachute? C. Z. C. 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 Senior. And. It- oh, Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's a good song. It's pretty good. Their bass lines are great. I think their bass lines are one of the things that make the band. Who? I wonder who their bassist is. Bill. Johnson. Nigel Worthington. <laughs> yes, he, yeah, that sounds, sounds more. Nigel. Oh no, I see. Gotta love that. It's it's amazing. Yeah, the the comparisons to Radiohead are only that they they have British accents. I don't. And they use piano. Yes. The thought of all the stupid things. Stupid. You can tell it until he's British right there. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go back to the cold playoff. Oh, boy. We're really ham, ham and egg in this one, aren't we? <laughs> tell me when to feather. Okay, hold on. I kind of want to hear the chorus of this, though. No, I, I, I'll, I'll hold until the best part of the song. Festival. Let me go back just a little bit there. There we go. I need, to, I need to get to that course, baby. That's where the fucking money is. This one is off of uh, Rush of Blood to the Head. Amazing chorus. It's so good. Fucking amazing. It's so good. You see, Coldplay used to be my favorite band. Like for a while. And then Weezer kind of shifted their way. And then I'm and now I'm kind of leaning back towards Coldplay. Okay, here we go. You ready for Feather? Yes. Let's give it a shot. I like the backwards guitar effect on this one. It's really neat. Wait a second. I can't think of the name of the song, but I know the song. I really, I really like this album. I, I think I like Parachutes a little bit better than this one, but it's neck and neck. Like it's that's guitar. That's backwards, isn't it? They played it and then ran it back. I believe so. Sort of sounds like it to me. A one inside. I miss the good part, then I realize 
I started looking and the bubble Yeah, man, they're good. I, I, maybe I should give their later stuff a shot. A lot of people like their later stuff. Like, uh, Paradise is a great song. I mean, it's... What about this one? No, we didn't feather. No need to. In my place. I think this guy is going to throw on Coldplay Radio when he gets home <laughs> and sit around and Crank just one out and just think about stuff. You no, know, I don't think people do that enough. Just sit around, listen to music. Don't look at your phone. Right. And just stare at the fucking ceiling. I used to spend almost every day doing that when I was a kid. After I got done doing whatever it was, yeah. And I'd just come in my room and fucking ter- put on the White Album, played the entire White Album in its entirety, even Piggies. <laughs> Have you ever heard Piggies? No. Oh, hold on. The Beatles got weird. They real yeah. Here's a good one. You ready for Feather? Go ahead. No, hold man. on. Dude, what would you That's give? Ad. God damn it! Ads messing up our cold playoff. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't expect us to have a cold playoff. They're like, "What the fuck are these All guys right, doing?" Paradise, yeah. Extremely sad video for some reason, but odd. The guy in the elephant suit, which is Chris Martin. Then he escapes. He's running from the bobbies. Finds a unicycle. No, he's got a bicycle now. Now he's on the he's on the tube. I like the, the beat to that, too. It's almost like a hip-hop beat. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll play some, some weird Beatles stuff that they started doing. That was weird. I didn't notice that until just now. What? They're butt-fucking. The guy's wearing a Donnie Darko shirt here in a second. Right. There he is. <laughs> Let's talk about Donnie Darko for a second before we get weird with... Because that is extremely weird. Yeah. What do you think of the old Donnie Darko? I think it's good. <laughs> I haven't seen it in 15 years. But you have to see the director's cut, I think. This is, this is a George song, too. The harpsichord. <laughs> the harpsichord makes everything creepier. Yeah. The starched white shed. Well, they, this, the white album is a weird one because it has it has like awesome rock songs like your birthday and yeah helter skelter and shit and then it has stuff like that and stuff like she was a working this. girl north of England way it's just like a traditional Also very, very far ahead of its time. In the USA. Is that John singing? That's Paul. Hmm. And if she I like this. Could only hear Just wait, though. Wait to hear this bass line. No, this is great. I'm, okay. I'm not saying this is bad. It's just like, I was just comparing today. myself. For, listen. Honey pie. You are making me crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm in love, but I'm lazy. So 
Won't you please come I like this And there was stuff like Of course this the theme to Life Goes On Oh yeah I love this song <laughs> Yeah They have stuff like this. This is John all over. Oh yeah. She's well acquainted with the touch of the fucking badass right there, son. I like it. Guys, get into the Beatles, Jesus Christ. Get into Coldplay. Get into the Beatles. Alright, this song's all about other than, I'm pretty sure Other than the Beatles uh, Favorite groups You want to do a top five? Let's yeah, do, let's do the top five Back in the day we used to do This uh, is a rough one Because Dude, listen Yeah <laughs> We used to when, when we were on long road trips Like for music or whatever We'd all do top fives Oh, from just whatever. various subjects. Yeah, we never really did a uh, in order type deal. But we always said no particular order because we didn't want to. Yeah, fair enough. Ah, oh, Jesus, bands, music, groups, groups. Well, you got your um, the Beatles, of course. Uh, you got your Pearl Jam. Okay. Um, because those are your big two. Those are the ones you fall back on. Those are my heavily. So the ones I listen to the most. Yeah. Um, Rolling Stones, you like the Rolling Stones? I like the Rolling Stones, but I'm not don't into care for the them. Rolling Stones. I don't care for them. I like them, but I'm not into them. Right. Um, I would say um, Ryan Adams. I listen to him a lot. Okay. Connor Oberst slash Bright Eyes. All right. I listen to him a lot. Um, how many of us said now? Four. That's four. That's four good solid ones. Um, Neil Young. Neil Young's good. I haven't listened to him forever, but I think he's, he's one of those. He's had the biggest impact on me. He's one of those that I I like, but I haven't gotten to yet. You know what I mean? Like, there's I, so much to get to. It, as well. well, that's the thing. I don't know where to start. So, harvest, harvest. Okay, fair enough. All right, top five for me. Um, Weezer. Yeah, see, it's so dull. Like, I, I love Weezer. I, I, I can't. How do I exclude Weezer? They had a giant impact on me as a kid. Uh, I don't know if like Nirvana. Well, I mean, but they they're all include. You know, it's not. I'm not holding you to five. It's just you know, yeah, just different. If you'd asked me whenever I was 19, right, I probably would have put Weezer and Nirvana in there too. Weezer, Coldplay, uh, Van Morrison. Van Morrison's pretty heavy great. on my heavy on me right now. Um, I'm really into Lake Street Dive right now. I fucking love them. Uh, ever since I heard Rich Girl. You know, the no rich girl, and she sings it so well. Um, no, it don't matter anyway. Uh, the Trogs, Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys, yeah, they're pretty good. That's that's that's, that's usually at the forefront, but I'm more in a mellow <laughs> state of mind right now, so I think I'm gonna start leaning back into Coldplay pretty heavy because, <laughs> dude, getting to the Beatles. I like the Beatles too. I think you know. I'm always looking to expand, but the worst part of expansion is if you get into the is Beatles, that sometimes it's uncomfortable. You know, well, you're going to have to go through a lot of shit to get. Like, if you want to start at the beginning with the Beatles, it's going to be uh, they were sort of a pop band. And oh no, there was no sort of about that. They, they were, were absolutely a pop, pop as, as they come. But, but I think they knew where they were going to go. 
you know, do you think they knew that? Like, well, they they wanted to do their own songs. Like right. back then, you did two or three or four covers on every album. Yeah, so like, many, really. Yeah, let me look here. Let me find their first. Well, Hard Day's Night. I think it's got three. Oh, maybe not. Not Hard Day's Night. The early ones. Beatles for Sale. Rock and Roll Music. That's Chuck Berry. Kansas City. Hey, hey, hey. That's Chuck Berry. Okay. Mr. Moonlight. That's a standard. Um, I think. Have you ever thought about though how everybody's how, trying to be my babies? How Chuck much Berry. the record industry has changed since since that? Now you do covers and you put them on soundtracks. You do that, but no, there are bands out there that are essentially cover bands now that have made it. Five Figure Death Punch is a fucking cover band. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Disturbed has the sound yes. silence cover, yes, which is fine. I don't like, like Five Finger a, Death Punch. Disturbed is, I like them slightly better, but that's only because Land of Confusion is a great fucking cover. Yeah, they, yeah, they, it's really fucking, it's really good. A band I was in at the time was going to cover that song, and then they came out with their cover. Like, well, I guess we can't do that now because people think we're covering Disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, well, I think they did a good job on it, though. Land of Confusion is a great fucking song. Y- yes, fucking it is. Phil Collins wrote him a good one there, sir. But I think it's even adapted better to uh, their style. You know, I think it sounds better with them, to be quite honest. Um, like the hard rock and crazy. Well, let's, let's get into it. You want to get into it? Let's get into it. Hold on. Step into the cage. What is up with all the ads? Well, these are popular songs. These are very popular songs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, All right, go ahead. Video's neat. Todd McFarlane art. He did a Pearl Jam video, too. He did Evolution. He did a a corn one as well. Yeah, he did. Follow the leader. Rockin'. Yeah, I think it is pretty pretty well suited for their ridiculous metal style. Yeah, and I, I'm very intense all the time. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, love the fucking song. Love it. <laughs> have you heard the new Metallica yet? I have not. I heard they went back to their thrash roots. Like I heard really it's good. Hard. I've heard it's good. I'm willing to give them another shot. Like uh, like President Trump. Were you a Metallica fan? I they were fine. I never cared one way or the other. It was nice in the locker room before a football game. I was a, a if we're talking that uh, Slayer was my locker room before <laughs> going out. Um, I always listened to War Ensemble by Slayer before I went. Out. Not always. That was that was thing toward the end of my senior year. Like you ever heard that one? Yeah. I like Paperback Rider. It's fucking great. Yeah. We used to play this in a band I was I've in. got a cousin named Becky Sackrider. <laughs> Becky Sackrider. <laughs> Did you get everybody to do the five-part army? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really know her. She's cool. I mean, but I'm, yeah. she's a little bit older than It's a great song. Everybody just listen to the fucking Beatles. Just pick out like 10 tunes and download them real quick. You can't go wrong, really. I'm Okay. Was there a, there was a big was there a big rivalry between the Stones and the Beatles? The Beatles wrote the Stones' first hit. Okay, I want to be your man. Okay, it was a Ringo song on one of the Beatles' earlier albums, and uh, the Stones covered it. They they were cool with each other. Okay, yeah, all the way. That's neat. I like that. Like in the video for uh, "All You Need Is Love," um, Mick Jagger's there. Sitting on the floor with a tambourine or some shit, I think. Is that right? Yeah. I wouldn't lie about something so important. 
Yeah, I think they were. I don't think the Beatles really had any rivalries except for like a friendly yeah, rivalry with the. Uh, here's Beach the Boys. rivalry that I was really into: East Coast, West Coast hip hop. And then just listen. I mean, it, it really got friendly because it really it okay. it got really intense okay. at one point. You know, there's a version of this video with the uh, with the uh, the music taken out of it, and it just has them dancing. What? <laughs> yes. It's terrible. It's, it's dreadful. And it has them dancing. You can like hear their hear their footsteps, and they're st- they're singing along, but they can't really sing. No, they can really sing. Oh yeah. I'm not I fucking love, David Bowie. <laughs> I love David Bowie. I thought he's great. But like their dancing is just a little bit much. I, my favorite part of the whole video though is Mick about about halfway through just grabs a Pepsi and turns <laughs> up. Like what You know we're shooting here. <laughs> okay, here's the, I have the silent version. Okay. Somehow they cut the music out of it and is that real? Yes. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe I don't it's think just, it is. Maybe it's just meant to be funny. <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. No, it's real. No, it's real. Are you ready for a brand new baby? No, it's not real. No. That's just somebody doing it. It's hilarious though. It is. Oh my god, everybody needs to watch this right fucking now. Right now. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I wish they'd kiss already. Yeah. Come on, Come on, well, that was uh, one of the allegations thrown out by uh, Jerry Hall when she broke up with Mick Jagger, or they broke up, or basically he dumped her, is that uh, she caught him in bed with David Bowie. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, you know, fuck it. Who cares? Would you not fuck David Bowie? No. Don't sit there and lie to me and tell me you wouldn't fuck David Bowie. Not my type, You're sir. You're dreaming of fucking David Bowie right now as we speak. Yeah, but he'd have to be dressed up like Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> of course he would. I mean, <laughs> Ziggy, play guitar. <laughs> Deploy nipple antennae. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to borrow my jumper, Bowie? <laughs> Do you have many cha-cha-changes? <laughs> <laughs> What a great show we have! Oh God, we're, <laughs> we're good at this. It's uh, yeah, it's a win. It's a solid win. Speaking, we were talking about Chris Martin earlier. Here's a uh, him and Eddie. Him and Eddie Vedder, Edward Vedder. Oh, really? Doing a great song. This song is so good. Is this what I think it is? Uh, what do you think? Hey, it is? now, yes. I just think everything sounds better coming from Eddie. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's a, 
it's been a comforting voice. I love this to me forever. Yeah. There are battles ahead. Many battles are lost. Well, I never automatically love this. It's pretty pretty great. They did a couple, a few songs together. Hey now, hey now. Don't dream it. A crowded house, I think is yeah, it. yeah. You ever got into them? No. They're a lot of great songs. Neil Finn has a lot. Lot, lot, lot of great songs. A group I forgot to mention in my top five that is an 80s group, Dire Straits. Absolutely. I mean, Walk of Life, we played that and talked about it for like the past week. And uh, Sultans of Swing. Sultans of Swing, you got your... Uh, um, what's the one? That's uh, we got the move. Refrigerators. <laughs> um, uh, money for nothing. Yeah, money for nothing. Chicks for free. Uh, Sting is in that song. Stang, Stang, Sting the wrestler. <laughs> he, <goes> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> he puts he puts Mark Knopfler in the Scorpion Deathlock. <laughs> Stinger Splash. <laughs> God, that was a terrible move. That was a great move. You shove it and slam it into the. It was awesome. No, it was. It was impactful. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you desecrate the name? We were (laughs) sting. I forgot we were talking today about the wrestling bit. I was talking about, and we're back to wrestling. Um, Talking what we do. Talking about how, and all my wrestling friends agree that all the other members of the Wolf Pack were just with like Lex Luger, like fuck. God, come on, Lex. This is going to suck, dude. Uh, we are bowdy, bowdy, <laughs> rowdy, rowdy in the his house. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> he was terrible. He was definitely not the cream of the crop. Oh, yeah. Unjustifiably mad about something that happened to me. Unjustifiably in a position that I don't want to be in. Well, let's, um, <laughs> we're going to play it again, like, like right now. <laughs> Do we have to? Yes, we We have. opened the show with it last week. <laughs> we should just always just open the show with Mach. Ayo, Mach. Mach. <laughs> I can't help myself. I love, I love Macho Man. Hold on. I got to find it. I've had, to, I've had to go back far. I hope I edit this out. <laughs> Damn it. What are we editing out? <laughs> the long bit of silence while I find it. Okay. Hold on. We're just going to cut to the root of this. Let's go to the old YouTube. Here's a good one. November 23rd. Oh, come on. Fucking, this is a long, long ad. Ayo, much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a taste of it a little earlier on here on Saturday night's main event. (laughs) When the madness... I like how you can see his shit come into the picture before he... I'm talking about... (laughs) He spins into the frame. Hulkamania, two mega powers beating here. The mega powers. Hulk Hogan, what is happening? Well, you know me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. Because we just might blow the whole planet up, you know. Everybody knows that Hulkamania is the strongest force in this universe. (laughs) But when I hit that ring and I saw what the madness was all about, I really... There was a whole other universe out there. A whole They're getting metaphysical. And the power of the madness <laughs> and the mania just blew my 24 inch guns out. <laughs> There's no way his arms are 24 inches Unbelievable. I'm still in a state of shock right now. In fact, I don't think I'm going to be coming down for a long period of used to be yeah. but Elizabeth opened up my eyes and the big man right here the big man yeah he endorsed Macho Man this and he gave me direction yeah 
Reckless abandon used to be, but direction now with the mega, yeah, the mega, yeah, the mega power, yeah. <laughs> it was a pirouette. <laughs> It's almost homoerotic. The mega yell, the mega yell, the mega powers. Hit over the head, man. I'm just worried about where we're going from here. Dutch, <laughs> we're the mega powers. I think we are the mega powers of podcast. We are. We are the mega powers of podcast. <laughs> As one guiding force, we could go ahead and take the whole I w. believe the whole. <laughs> How much coke are they all on? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know me and Gene and wasn't on any coke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Me and Gene was on the coke. What's better than a $50 gift card from... Nothing. Macho man talking. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want is the match. Okay, I love, go ahead, go I love ahead. how they got metaphysical. The Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. It's a day that I'm certain my guests at this time will not forget. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> look at the, Macho look at the description of what you just played. Nothing. Hulk and Macho Man on cocaine. About all the way to the top, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. <laughs> I'm sorry we're playing this again, but it's so good. It is. That I got, yeah. It's only a couple minutes. Something right now. Cards stacked against the Macho Man Randy Savage in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. Let me say it out loud. And let me point to the president of the World Wrestling Federation. The Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision. Yeah. Not happy. Where is he from? The World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute. Macho Man? No yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Probably Minnesota. Mean Gene Oakland. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Oh. Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished this is president a great of the one. World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the... Wrestling Ric Flair, and here is the World Heavyweight Champion. You know, girls, why don't you give it to him one more time? Had to get with the man. <laughs> That's who's standing here today. The World Heavyweight Champion. Only one. And you're looking... Oh, girls, I can't stand it. Columbus, Ohio. We all got Macho man. Nikita Koloff. Uh-oh. Calling out Nikita. No, no. Wait, the coach going to kick in soon. It's calm right now. Don't ever make a mistake of sticking your nose in my business. If I'm down and out, I'll get up and take care of myself. So, Dusty Rhodes, remember, when you walk out here, woo, talking Ric Flair, <laughs> don't think you can walk in that ring and give me a hand or try to help me out. And ease so disdainful the tension help in our relationship. <laughs> Philadelphia, woo, I'm going to tear you down. Pensacola, Florida, when I get to town. We're going to treat all you women woo, the way women ought to be treated. <laughs> <laughs> the NWA and some real men are going to take that Civic Center apart and then we're all going to be over at Rodeo woo, driving the women wild. Miami Beach, get ready. Woo. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> uh, what do you think we call this an ep? <laughs> The, the mega powers of podcast. The mega powers of pod. Let me tell you something on that pillow for Radio X out there, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so amazed at the mega powers of podcasting. <laughs> I don't even understand what's going on around here. I don't either, brother. But my 18-inch pythons are throbbing out of control, and my dick is hard. 
I'm sitting on half a stack of Mentos myself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. (laughs) 